You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, baby! Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. Tuesday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. I'm back. Had a little bit of a a vacay. Back to uh, Niagara Falls, Ontario. Not the GTA. Not Toronto. Niagara Falls. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we might have got that wrong the whole week you were away. Um, Funny you mention that. (laughs) I, uh, Alex Brody's here. Uh, Garrett, our technical director, is here as well. Patty Dumas is off today, the producer. I think, is that a coincidence? I came back and he's off already? Is that, was that um, on purpose? He talked about it a lot while you were gone, but I don't know if we need to get into like it Like, I the hate air. that handsome Serbian. Um, like I said, Forget I don't know if we have to... that talented broadcaster. You're close. I think yeah. listen, we just... Forget his beautiful beard. Maybe not now. Okay. Maybe we can... We'll talk about it in a break, maybe. Something. Okay. Yeah. It's just... All right. He, he's back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Flames play Matthew Kachuk and the Panthers uh, tonight. We got lots to do on uh, that as well in the show. Uh, but I just want to quickly touch on a couple uh, things in my absence because I I did sprinkle in some listening of the show. Oh, good. I got to see how things were going back good. at the old mothership at Sportsnet 960 in Calgary. Yeah, well, George is away. The mice will play. Sure. And uh, I listened to some of the shows uh, with you and uh, Logan Gordon, who does a great job doing Sportsnet today. Great shows. Now, uh, Alex Brody, you can you can weigh on this as well, Alex Brody, uh, who's playing producer today. Uh, I uh, I did notice that every time in the morning, uh, Logan made it a point to mention that I was from Ontario. Yeah, he he picks up on items and mm-hmm. now why would he have the urge to do that? I don't know. Mm. Just because he had to really remind the listeners, and then he tried to spread falsehoods. He tried to swim around in the uh, untruth pool. He tried to web a weave of deceit. The labyrinth of lies. Yes. He tried to say, oh, isn't the GTA in Niagara? No. The falls of fibs? No. Very good. Very apropos. Thank you. Um, And I thought that was, did did you find that interesting, Uh, Alex? Is he he trying to put like a seed of doubt into our listeners? You know, I think he just kind of likes to stir the pot. Sort of is. Oh, yeah. Big pot stirrer. Okay. I, I don't mind that because we know that he fleeced you on that fantasy football trade with both of your players who you got for Travis Kelsey, Kelsey uh, Darren Waller and Clyde Edwards Elaire, both done pretty much. Yeah, it's been a tough go. I think yeah. I'm, my season ended after yeah. the trade. Yeah, They've that played trade. about, what, 12 snaps combined together yeah. since the deal? Yeah. Um, and, and good on Logan Gordon uh, for mentioning I'm from Ontario uh, the whole time. Thank you, Logan. Uh, I am from Niagara Falls, Ontario. Proud Niagara Falls. Nagarfallian, uh, if you will. Uh, there was also something I heard too. Mm. Um, pick segment, and I've, I've what I've been saying all season. <laughs> I'm horrendous. Just fade my picks. Yeah, like I say them with conviction. Yeah, it sounds believable. Mm-hmm. But I've been telling you, even on Inside the Line Sunday mornings on the Sportsnet Radio Network, 8 a.m. to 11. Mm. Um, my picks have been bad. So all of a sudden, I hear, "Hey, I get an email Wednesday from you guys." 
on my week off going, hey, can can you send in your picks? I'm like, sure. I'll send in some picks. Keep it. We got to keep it. We got to keep it right. We, we got to keep the records well, we going. We were going to do we our picks and it's a contest. No, you guys right. are going to sing right a to track at the end of the year. Yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. We had to keep that. And then I heard, uh, I'm doing the quotation thing with my fingers right now. Mm. I heard Melancholy Malcolm. It was like a cousin. Mm. Yeah, something along those lines. So um, my pal Melancholy Malcolm actually got uh, got wind of this. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. And then he he shot me a text last night and goes, uh, I have a message for producer Alex Brody. Oh, for so, Brody. Yeah, uh, Alex Melancholy sent me a text last night. And has a special message for you. Do you want to hear it? Oh, I'm excited. Uh, Garrett, can, can you play it for us? Hello, Alex Brody. Hello. I heard you guys required my services in Georgia's absence. And yet I didn't receive a call or text. The next time you use an imposter, know that I will f*** you up for cutting <laughs> my grass. Remember, Alex, keep your friends close. But your enemies closer. Sincerely, mm. melancholy Malcolm. Thank you, Malcolm. Yeah. Um. He's not. He wasn't happy about the imposter that was used. I thought it was. Like I was like, this is pretty close. Because I did a little searching. Mm. You know, I tried to find Malcolm. I sure. didn't leave him hanging. But that, that's close counts and counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, Alex. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. the worst thing. Yeah, I um, never really understood. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't Melancholy Malcolm. And I had a bit of a, a, a spelling mistake that you guys did verbatim. Do you have the clip? Oh, I, I have Of the clip. imposter Melancholy Malcolm saying, I'm something Joe? Mm, I'm th- Joe Pubic right now. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, Joe Pubic. I forgot the I'm L in Joe public. Pubic right now. And then you're like, and then you <laughs> sent me an email. What does Joe Pubic mean? I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> I had no idea. But see, my man, Melancholy Malcolm, would never do that. He would always have my back. Yeah, but he here's the thing. He also yeah. probably wouldn't make a spelling mistake in... Um, the word public? In the word public when... Yeah. You, you know, know, you know... It un- was important. You know... That's a key L. Yeah. You know, unlike uh, Logan Gordon, I like to swim around in the pool of truth. Not I like the, to be as... Not the falls of I don't of like fibs. to uh, weave webs of deceit. Mm-hmm. I like to swim around in the pool of truth. I like to be as transparent as possible for our listeners. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm a terrible speller. It's just just <laughs> the, the way it is. I am such a terrible speller that Google or my phone can't understand what I'm trying to spell. Oh, like that bad? Yes. Where it's like mm. I am a horrendous speller. Are you? I feel like you're a very good speller. Pretty good. You are wearing glasses, so that automatically puts you ahead of me in spelling. Yeah, you know what? I've been around a B or two. Okay. Uh, Alex, how good are you at spelling? So I think I'm really good, but in reality, I'm probably like average. Okay. Uh, like, what about Patty Dumont? He's a good speller. He's good, yeah. He, he, he pays attention to that type of stuff. You know who's not? Tomiyama, our web guy. Really? Oh, you ever read our social posts? No. Oh, there's a sign up in here now telling them There's to... a literal you know sign that says, Jordan Tomiyama, please check your work before you post it. Okay, so th- thank you. Now I've realized who I need to be pitted against in the spelling bee. Yeah, sure. Because, I and again, I... So I'm glad we found out that our, our web guy is a terrible speller. We'll have him in early one show. Sure. Later this week, probably. Do we have to? 8.30. He's I a like... nice guy. Ah, and we'll have a spelling bee between me and Jordan. 
and you can run it. You can be like the Mayim Bialik, like the the fill in host, yeah. doing the the spelling mm-hmm. bee. Yep. And then it'll be me versus Jordan to see who actually is a worse speller. We'll get some good words in. Yeah, oh, like yeah. that. I probably won't get one of. I'm excited. I would be very down for it. Uh, we'll do that later on this week. Uh, ideas are just flowing right now. My ideas, yeah, I'm just, you know ideas what? are flowing I knew all over the place. They would be coming back very hard and heavy. I uh, wanted to ask you guys this too. Um, went to the Sabres game on Black Friday in the Lucky. United States. Swoon. Oh L- my goodness. Little, uh, little, little, little puck in Buffalo on a Friday night. Because I, I give my brother a call. I go, hey, why don't we go to the game tonight? It's eight o'clock. Uh, and the Devils are in town, so it's we can watch Henrik Zetterlund, uh, Fabian Zetterling, sorry, not Henrik <laughs> Zetterberg. Fabian Zetterlund. S- slapped them two together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Hughes, great. Let's go, 8 o'clock game. So we get there. My brother buys tickets literally like less than an hour before puck drop so they can just drop dramatically. Yep. We got good seats. I, I, sent, I tweeted it out. I sent you guys. I tagged you. Uh, we were like, I don't know. 10, 11 rows up from the ice. Super close. You can Super see, close. see the wrinkles on Tomer's face there. Yeah. Uh, you, you, your boy, like... Tage Thompson's a very large man. Scored a gorgeous goal last night. Saw him in person. <laughs> took some pics for you. Sent him to you because I know you would enjoy that. Oh, yeah. So, Saved him forever. It's my phone background now. My girlfriend's really pissed because I replaced oh, her. But That's okay. That's fine. She'll get uh, over it's, it. it's a circle of life. Uh, change She'll get is, over change it is inevitable. She, when she eventually um, comes back. It's true. Um, so I was there. I have to ask you guys about this type of fan. So I had a I had a group of Devils fans sitting right in front of me. And I'm a neutral. I just have some action on the game. So I made some bets. I want I want both teams to do well because I, I, I threw some money down. I have to ask you, because I had a younger he was probably in his late twenties, early thirties, and it was weird that he was wearing a Nico Heischer jersey, but we don't have to go into that right now. But what he was doing the entire time, and my 17-year-old nephew kept looking over at me, rolling his eyes, uh, he kept telling the players, watch out, pass the puck behind you, the entire first period, and was yelling at the refs constantly. Now, I have to ask you, which fan is worse to sit behind? The guy who does the play-by-play and yells at the players, who they can clearly hear on the ice. They definitely heard this dude uh, with the glasses uh, trying to give them a hand. Or is it the sloppily drunk guy who's really annoying, trying to do the wave and being really, really obnoxious? Who's worse, fan guy trying to help the players or super awkward drunk guy? Hmm. Now, the key here in Buffalo is the slight crowds. So dude yelling probably can at least hear his own voice over the play at times. So like there's probably some sort of false idea that he's actually helping that might be perpetuated by the lack of noise in Buffalo right Mm -hmm. now. So I can get behind that, I guess. It's still extremely annoying. Um, The drunk guys are fine because, listen, I've been that guy far more more. It can't roast that guy when I've been that guy for right. too many events. So I'm going to stand by him. But I will say it's it's always ideal if he can maybe keep it down to a minimum until the third period. Yeah. And I can't stand anybody who starts the wave when... Un- unless it's a game and, and it's a blowout and she's in the bag and it's garbage time. Right. By all means. I, I feel like... Surf's up, bro. I, I feel but apart like, from that, no. Sit down. I feel like our technical director, Alex Brody, or our producer today, Alex Brody, is uh, you stay quiet 
during a game, right? You're not a yelling guy. You're not a super drunk guy. You just sit there quietly. Uh, at hockey games, yeah. Oh, we'll say at hockey games, yeah. Okay. Um, I like to like. I haven't been to that many soccer games, but I've been to a couple in Orlando and um and at Toronto FC's play BMO. BMO, yeah, yeah. I've been there. The bank. Yeah. I sat right really up close, and I got pretty tanked and okay. I, was, I was having a good time you were though. yelling like, doing the chance i don't think i was being obnoxious but yeah i was i was kind of trying to yell I that was... must be an electric soccer environment orlando city sc you wow. know they've got a new field there it was actually pretty oh. pretty interesting weather's always nice and the cherry on top of this guy the icing on the cake if you will mm. he had this very bad cough and he was uh. coughing the entire time and my nephew and i like we got to move and then we moved back a row and then there were the guys behind us, Western New York accent, which you know I love. Because mm. if I meet a lady with a Western New York accent where the O's are A's, yeah, I uh, oh, my yeah. heart immediately melts. But these guys were talking about, oh, the goalie skates look really high. Why is he wearing player skates? I'm like, here we go. <laughs> and then he was just commenting on all these old school hockey, whatever, insert hockey cliche here. I'd rather listen to those guys than play-by-play guy with a whooping cough. The entire time during the Devils games, but had a lot of fun. It was good times, different atmosphere in Buffalo. The barn was actually pretty full, and uh, the Devils actually won a, a very entertaining game. And Jack Hughes is ridiculous; like he just floats around the ice. He's a little dude; nobody can hit him. And I, I talked about Rasmus Dahlin when he was here. I think he literally played the entire game. He was on every other shift. Uh, they need some help on the blue line. Uh, in Buffalo, for sure. Oh, he's only skating 29 minutes. He's young. He can do it. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's and Owen Power is going to be a total stud. So uh, the Calgary Flames uh, hosting the Florida Panthers today, tonight, down at the Dome. Matthew Kachuk making his return. Long awaited. Now, I wanted, I was thinking about this flying back last night. How upset are Flames fans with Matthew Kachuk? Because we know the Johnny Goudreau one really hurt. That one, like, really, he ripped your heart out. He showed it to you like Kano in the original Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Like, that's what that felt like to Calgary Flames fans. Matthew Kachuk's different, right? Because it was like, okay, Goudreau's gone. Kachuk probably wants out. He wants a trade. He's going to be cool about this. Let's get something for him. It can be on his way out of Calgary. There was some juice in that game in Florida, in my absence. That, that was a fun game to watch. And last night in Edmonton, he even commented that uh, he knows that place very well and that team very well, and he was booed every time he touched the puck. Sure was. What do you think the reception is going to be like tonight for Matthew Kachuk? Because I'm not, I want to say, and again, you know, um, what, what's, what's, what's the temperature of the fan base when it comes to Matthew Kachuk tonight? Are they still like, you know, pitchforks and, and torches and, I hate that guy. I hope he has a terrible season in Florida. Or do they respect what he did here with the Calgary Flames on how hard he played? Hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily the respect for how hard he played. Like, he was here for some good years, and he was a very good player for sure. Put up a lot of points. You know, he had that one good playoff run without doubt. I think there's one year at the very back that really, you know, makes it real difficult to swallow that trade when everything kind of was all said and done. Like we talked to Greg Wyshynski on the program yesterday and kind of canvassed. Yeah. He also asked the same question. We kind of canvassed the fan base, the texters and got three quick texts and two of them were kind of long lines of, you know, he, 
He kind of helped us out, so we're going to be happy to see him. And then we got one that was, you know, he can beat it, you know, kick rocks, that type of stuff. I think it's going to be mixed. I personally think that if Johnny Gaudreau hadn't kind of just, you know, Houdini'd out of here, then maybe a lot more of a, a a poor taste in your mouth from everything that went down with Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. But as a result of you actually got some assets back, granted the assets haven't necessarily panned out and they're signed for long term now and, and kind of, hmm, eh. but I think that there's less hatred toward Matthew mm. Kachuk. I think it's going to be mixed, though. I said this. I hope they get his tribute video out of the way quick because he could be a rat by 10 minutes into the first and completely right. turn that entire building on its head. They should do it first commercial. Without a doubt. Way, get it out of way, the way. before Chris Sutter time. Way, way, way before, way before Chris yeah, Sutter yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Because Chris Sutter time will come in probably the third. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you. Let's do that. Probably the first commercial break. Get it out of he the way. He can wave there. Hey, hey, everybody. Love you, Calgary. Mama, yeah. kiss to the fans. Because obviously the venom will be spewed uh, when Johnny Goudreau plays for the Jackets when they come here to town. That'll that's, be different. That's going to be the game where people are going to be super upset. That's kind of what I wanted to get at because I wasn't sure because I wanted to put up a poll question. And I like to workshop these poll questions sometimes. Yeah, okay. Because like, I wanted to say, you know, what? what's your reaction to Matthew Kachuk coming back to the Dome tonight? You know, are you, are you, are you still pissed? Uh, do you hate him? Do you just like you're sad that he's in another uniform? Or, you know, thanks for thanks for getting at, like, I don't know, thanks for letting Tree know so we can get something for you. I don't know. Like, like the thing is, like, when it, what it all comes down to, and, and yeah, he let Tree know, and they were able to facilitate this trade, and they got two great players back. Great piece by Julian McKenzie uh, from The Athletic, by the way, friend of the show. Outstanding On story. the deal. Um, but I think that sometimes it's like, well, he still asked out of here. Like, the only difference between him and Adam Fox is that he decided to skate for six seasons. Granted, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek because it was a significant difference. Right. But you have two American players who got drafted by the Flames, relatively high, good players, and said, I'd rather not. It's not for me. Matthew Kachuk at least came and tried it. Did it for six years. Yeah. But then to make that decision, like, you know... It's not like it's not like he was a UFA. Like this is a guy that RFA under team control. So I I don't know. I I'm very interested to see what the reception is going to be. It's not going to be anything like the Johnny Gaudreau one, I don't think. But I'm interested to see what uh, what the fans are are feeling here with uh, number nineteen. You think you think fans want to chirp him? You think there'll be some chirps? Here's the thing, because I was. <laughs> I was pondering this quite a bit. And Trevor Matthew Kachuk is fine and great. Except for the fact that he's got, what, 10 points more than anybody else on the Calgary Flames. Their team is still good. What are you going to chirp him about? Oh, you don't pay taxes? Oh, you don't have to wear socks? Oh, the, the air doesn't hurt your face for Those three months good. of the hockey season? Those are all pretty good Take shirts. that, you. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's got a pretty there good. There are too many zeros in your bank account. Yeah. What's with that? Uh, your primary I, road of transportation is a, a jet ski. That's I actually that's pretty cool. I think our listeners can shoot us a text at nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Mm-hmm. I think they can send us a radio friendly chirp of Matthew Kachuk. I think there's things that you could you could maybe be friendly about. Perhaps um, perhaps uh, his skating stride or how he can never yeah. keep a mouth guard in his mouth. You know, maybe you could trip him for that, but 
He feels like someone that probably wouldn't be phased by it, but I think he still could. Hey, Matthew, did your dad have thirds at Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> There's one for you. Yeah. Take that. Yeah, take that. Hey, um, good luck being a captain like your brother. Yeah. Because Sasha Barkov's the, your captain, so you're not going to take that. Uh, you ran away like, like your brother Brady's hairline. Maybe that's there, too. <laughs> There's two I just came up with the top of my head. Those are radio friendly. Yeah. That you could yell at him at the dome. Yeah. Hey, Matthew, did your dad have thirds at Thanksgiving? Or even you can go force because he's a a jolly man. Hey, Matthew, did you have force on Thanksgiving dinner? There's a radio friendly chirp. How many times did old Walt beat you at golf this year? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. The guy's got hey, a Matthew, pretty good. Hey, Matthew, your brother Brady has a six head, not a four head. There's another one for you. <laughs> All these things are chirps at his family. Like, I don't think he's going to be phased okay, by But again, he might be rattled by that. <laughs> yeah. If he could yeah. hear you at the door. Knowing Matthew could check for the last six years, that'll, yeah. that'll throw him off. Keep those. That'll get him, that'll get him all messed up. Um... Keep those radio-friendly chirps of Matthew Kachuk coming in. Here's one on 960-960, name and location. Hey, Matthew, good thing you've got a mouth guard because you got the nicest set of teeth I've ever come across. See? <laughs> you does, got nice jibs, does Matthew. Have, does he have bad teeth? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's not like he's got... I know why Tanev doesn't wear a mouth guard because there's really not too much left to protect there. So he probably chews the gum. And it's a pseudo-mouth guard. I yeah. understand all of that. <laughs> It's hard when you yeah have yeah you're missing front, a few the front teeth you yeah need it looks like to... your tongue's in jail you need... I get it like I totally get that you need a little something to mount the mouth guard yeah to. here's That's another one hey Matthew when's the last time you sharpen your skates <laughs> keep those radio friendly chirps of Matthew yeah. Kachuk coming in nine sixty nine sixty name and location Matthew you got the stride of one of the Better skaters in my Div 6 beer league. Yeah, here, that's a good one. Thanks. Here's one. Respected Matthew for how he felt. Quiet, classy, and he, he was respectful. I will be in the seats tonight. I respect you too much, Matthew. You're Thanks a, for being classy. I liked when you were here. One time I met you at the Children's Hospital. It was great. Hey, Matthew, I hate Drew Doughty because of you. <laughs> There's another chirp. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, here's from our man, uh, Wedley in Bridge, Brittlewood. Bridlewood. Damn it. Bridlewood. Good try. Brittle? Yeah. See again. Bridal. Um, Matthew, your mom goes to college. Holy and dynamite. <laughs> your mom wants to be better. Keep those going in. Take that. 960, 960, yeah. name and location. So apparently, uh, in my absence, um, we, uh, we're doing a soccer report. Brought to you by Certain Teed. Sure are. And our man Alex Brody does it? Sure does. does. Okay, so Alex. Sometimes Patty Dumas does it. Uh, how long is today's report? Because I heard yesterday's, and I thought you did a good job. It just felt like forever. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing a little differently today because as we were talking about before the show started, the, the format's changed a bit starting today. Mm-hmm. But I promise you it will be under three minutes. Okay. Uh, hey, Matthew, perms are two for one at the Marlboro Mall. Bring Brady. <laughs> See, that's pretty good. Hey, Matthew, your brother can drink you under the table. 
and the fans <laughs> like him more. Yeah, th- th- this is <laughs> this one's good from Sean in Calgary. Hey Matthew, hope you get stung by one of those giant killer bees that are migrating to the southern USA from South America. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah, but I like you. I like. See, that's what I'm talking about, Sean. I like that he had a little information at the end. You learned something about the global yeah. populace there. I didn't know that there was a giant killer bee infestation coming from South. That sounds like a problem. They should build a wall. Uh, keep whoa. Uh, keep your. Uh, and then, and once those once those bees get over, they should just fly them to Martha's Vineyard. So uh, keep those radio friendly chirps going at nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location: Matthew Kachuk and the Panthers in town tonight. Uh, I'm George Rossick. I'm back after a week. I'm back. Can we get back in the saddle, Garrett? Can we get back in the saddle coming He's out back. of the break? I guess. Uh, by the way, we're we're broadcasting live. From the uh, Doug Lacey Basement System Studio. Everything basement-y since 1992, serving Calgary and southern Alberta. Sump pumps and cracked foundations, they got you. Um, Doug, uh, hey, Matthew, uh, unloved, you're going to wish you were Drew Doughty. I like it. <laughs> Keep them rolling in 960, 960, name and location. The Rose Report is next. You haven't done one of these in a while, too. Did you miss it? I kind of did. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, this one's good. Hey, Matthew, your mom's from Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Eat that. Take that, Brody. Sorry, Brody and producer Patrick Dumont. All right. Rose Report straight ahead. Later on in the show, Carolyn Cameron, host on Sportsnet on the Atlas Pizza and guest Sportsline. We'll talk about a very underrated uh, story uh, that happened this weekend. Uh, Canada won the Davis Cup, and that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And... I know we don't talk a ton of tennis on this radio station, and rightfully so, because it's a channel flipper for a lot of people. But there's two things now I thought I'd never see in my life. A Canadian winning a singles major. Sure. And yep. Canada winning the Davis Cup. FAA just at the he uh, was on ATP Tour Finals as well. Like, pretty impressive stuff. Um, <laughs> Big Mike. Hey, Matthew, nice golf cart. I bet you're never late for the early bird special or bingo. <laughs> Big Mike. Because people in Florida That's are right. old and they're retired. Keep those radio, yeah, nice. keep those radio friendly <laughs> chirps. 960, 960, That's name really and location. Good. Maybe we'll even maybe we'll even take a couple phone calls later on if you want to call in. Open up the phones. I, I like doing that. And Get we'll talk to Carolyn Cameron, Bill Lindsay. The franchise is coming on the show. Eric Francis at eight o'clock likes to stir the pot. Do you know who he had on his show yesterday? Jesus. Pat- Pretty close, okay. Pat Steinberg. Ooh, how do you get him? They are telling. Is, is Pat not enough? Is, is he not on enough on the radio here? They had to extend. Does he like the, Pat's? Like, you know what? I think I need to be on earlier in the afternoon they had to extend the telethon. <laughs> yeah, it was a couple days. Pat's about. like, you know what? I don't. I think the listeners are forgetting about me. Maybe I need to jump on Eric Francis' show for like half an hour. He actually was talking about like his broadcast journey, and it wasn't like oh wow, Connor Mackey and. Kevin Rooney. Okay. So there there was something there. Okay. I, I got it. You know what? I got to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Because I, I would definitely like to do that. Because you can get it on Spotify, Google, Apple, Apple and your favorite podcatcher like this show. You forgot Amazon, but Damn yeah, it. it's your favorite podcatcher. Damn that conglomerate Kijiji, Amazon. MySpace. Right. World Cup games today. Uh, that Iran-United States game is, is very interesting. And I'm going to give you, uh, there's a clip from a reporter, which is hilarious. Yeah. It's... And then I'll give you a bit of a story that's kind of behind that, that the, 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 the USA player should have came back at the reporter with. Should should have clapped back? Yeah, clap back. Uh, keep those radio-friendly Matthew Kachuk chirps rolling in. They're they're <laughs> flying in now, 960, 960. <laughs>
Name and location. Keep them coming in. <laughs> Marion Airdry. Uh, hey, Matthew, I hope the price of flip-flops goes through the roof due to supply chain issues. Yeah, take that. <laughs> take that, Kachuk. I hope another boat gets stuck in the Suez and you have to wear actual shoes for a month. I hope you run out of sunscreen while you're on the beach. <laughs> 960, 960, name and location. Keep them coming in. The Rose Report, and we're doing a soccer report, I guess. Are we doing that at the end of this hour? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah With yeah, Alex yeah, Brody. Yeah. He'll tee you up on the games, tell you what went down yesterday. Still got a bitter taste in my mouth over that. Oh, I'm sure we'll touch on that. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. I'm back. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. For right now, uh, the Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks. If, uh, if you own your own BMW, choose MortarWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match, and then they'll beat a competitor's price by 10%. Wow. Eat that competitor on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Who? Welcome back, Georgie. I know most koalas have chlamydia. I know. We got I that know. on the text line. It's... Do you want me to tell you about dolphins? How they rape other dolphins? Okay, we don't uh, like you. Do, do you want to hear about that no, too? No, we don't need okay, to. Go ahead. But as far as koalas go, yep. Thank you. Do Feels, you have to consent? Do they stop each other? Stop! No? Stop! 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 In trouble. I want you to stop. Feels good to be back and reporting in the morning for all you people. We got so much to get to. We. What to do you mean by you people? <laughs> <laughs> Throw to break. Throw to break. We gotta get out. What gotta, do you mean by you people gotta, there, Maddie? We gotta get out of here. Uh, Matthew, right, Kachuk, uh, Matthew Kachuk's back. I doesn't want to get hit, then stay off the tracks. Uh, six games on the slate last night. A couple of Canadian teams were playing. Week 12 of the NFL wrapped. It was the uh, the Colts and the Steelers. Picking to picking. Picking to picking and picking. Raptors were playing, so we'll get our boy George uh, back on the shot clock. I'm ready. And all that before we get to the big soccer tournament report in Qatar uh, with our boy, Alex Brody. Let's get to the Flames. They're back from a six-game roadie. They went 2-3-1, and one, five of a possible 12 points off on Sunday. Practice Monday. Lines and pairings a little bit different. Huberdeau back with Lindholm and Toffoli on the top line. Dubé and Manjapani flank Nazem Kadri while Rizicka was down on the left side of Backlund with Blake Coleman on the right. Rooney, the extra skater as they went with Lucic, Lewis, and Ritchie left to right on the fourth line. Dennis Gilbert sent back to the AHL. Connor Mackey was left as the seventh defenseman. Hannafin and Anderson together. Uyghur on his offside playing with Tanev and Zadorov with Michael Stone. Jonathan Huberto talked about being back on that left side of Elias Lindholm. Something that hasn't clicked to maybe the extent that many thought it would before the season began. I think we're just going to get on the same page. That's what we, you know, had little issues. And I think we're trying to find each other a little bit more instead of probably skating personally. And, you know, I think it's, it's going to click. They're, they're good players. I mean, they're looking, looking forward to it. I mean, we want to, you know, get some offensive support. I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to come, but I think obviously sooner than later. No call-ups, as fans mm. may have been clamoring for. Matthew Phillips uh, named the AHL Howie's Hockey Tape Player of the Week. Three goals and six assists for nine points in four games to take over top spot in AHL scoring last week. Now... Just because I haven't been here in a while, Please, and, and the yes. team is, is definitely struggling to put the puck in the net. Where's Nazem Kadri been lately, by the way, the last five games or so? Um, well, his line mates have been bad. Right. I'm not going to sugarcoat They've it. been bad. The DNA line Man, needs, needs, needs... The tenacious three have yeah. been the tenacious knee. 
That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, why not the shot in the arm? I don't get it. Like, can you give me a reason why you wouldn't want to call this guy up just to maybe Here's add a little more juice to the lineup? Maybe uh, he comes up here and produces. I know he's a smaller guy. but He's the smallest guy. Sure. But look what Mitch Marner is doing with the Maple Leafs. He's two inches shorter than Mitch Marner. Okay. But still. But I understand the point. Cole I've always... Caulfield's, Cole, 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 you can put Cole Caulfield in your pocket and then unleash him onto the other opponents and he scores goals. Cole Caulfield was a first-round pick. Matthew Phillips is a six. I, I know it... It doesn't matter. But he's also leading the American Hockey League in scoring. He's leading the American Hockey League in scoring. He's a mid-20s guy. My point being, I have always been a guy that said, listen, I don't know if he's going to work at the NHL level for him. He feels like a guy that isn't ever going to play on a fourth line in the NHL. He's a scoring forward. That's what he is. He's an offensive dynamo. So if you want to bring him up, you want to insert him. Like, if anything, I don't know if he's going to be able to just dance around people at the NHL level, similar to the way he does in the NHL. I think defensemen in the NHL are just more aware and and better prepared for things like that. Mm -hmm. But could you just give the energy, the emotion, a positive boost around the team? Because they look miserable. They look miserable right now. And And I... I know that it's more than just a game. It's There's a lot of dollars and cents involved in all that type of stuff. But I'm a firm believer that if you're not having fun out there, probably not going to win many games. Well, and now you can't really lean on the injury side. No. Nope. the team's getting healthy now, right? Nope. Like, I, where, yeah. where's, where's Lindholm been lately with points? All the top guys aren't scoring. And that's a problem. And they don't look like Analysis. themselves. Yeah. So... Why not get that? I think if they lose tonight to the Panthers, which we'll have so, here, right here on Sports at 960, the fan, maybe the call-up comes up. Maybe. maybe then. Maybe. I don't know. But I think though, it's like, just worth a shot. Like, who are you sacrificing? What, Milan Lucic can't spend one day in the press box watching the game? I think that's fine for you and I, but what does the head coach feel about putting a veteran like that up in the press box for a Matthew Phillips? Like, that... And I totally can't sit down for a game. I totally agree with you, but his play looks like it's been downhill a little bit lately. Yeah, he dropped off the last three games after being just all all world for about ten. But that was his knock in junior, and that was his knock in the AHL. Real quick, uh, what I've noticed here in my absence watching some of the games, like I have, uh, he's not using his size like he was when he was playing very well. Yeah, not really. Not using his reach, not using his size, protecting the puck with the big body. Yeah, yep, just hasn't been the same. We'll see what they get tonight. The Panthers coming to town having squandered a 3-2 lead against the Oilers last night, losing in overtime. Kachuk, of course, was the Flames' sixth overall pick back in 2016. He informed the Flames in the offseason wouldn't be sticking around after his contract expired, which allowed Brad Trelevin to facilitate the trade that sent Kachuk to Florida and brought back both Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Winger, Cole Schwinton, a first-round pick. Over six years, Kachuk played 431 games with Calgary, scored 152 goals and 382 points, named a second-team All-Star last season after his first 100-point campaign. He's on pace for his second 100-point campaign this year. Nine goals, 27 points, and 19 games with the Cats. Broke into the league, playing on a wing with Michael Backlund, the 3M line back in the day. Mm. Do you know who the other winger was on that line? I don't expect you to, but I'm curious if you do. Oh, boy. 3M line. His first name started with an M. He was a veteran. He played in Chicago... He played in Winnipeg. He was Czech. Michael Froelich. Oh, damn it! 
stupid brain. Solid I'm going to have to poke it with a Q-tip later. <laughs> Solid second line. Uh, for those early years, the Matthew Kachuk was there. But Backlund did take a little bit of time to talk about the legacy that Matthew Kachuk will leave behind him in Calgary. Came here, uh, you know, very young player, drafted, made a team right away. He's a, he's a unique player, and he um, that's what it was for this organization for, uh, in, I don't know how many years, but just a special, talented player. He, he did a great job, too, in the community, uh, working with the kids, uh, the Children's Hospital and others, other charities. and. Yeah, it was also a yeah, great leader for the team, so um, great player in person. Um, that's how he left uh, this team. That's how he left it. Panthers uh, did play last night. They did lose. Kachuk centered by another former top 10 pick of the Flames, Sam Bennett, mm. because Sasha Barkov is not on this trip. Spencer Knight started yesterday, so perhaps expect Sergei Bobrovsky tonight between the pipes for the Caps. Uh, keep those radio-friendly chirps of Matthew Kachuk rolling in. A couple of doozies. Uh, they're great. 960-960 uh, name and location. Keep them rolling in. Let's jump to the other games across the NHL. Uh, six games last night, a couple of Canadian teams, but some outstanding action across the board, really. We'll begin with the Oilers, who were hosting the Panthers, second meeting of the season. 4-2 win for the Oilers down in Florida in the first meeting. Edmonton returns home from a road trip where they captured only two of a possible six points. Well, this is the first of a five-game Western Conference swing for the Panthers. The dying minutes of the third period would see the Panthers take the lead, but Evan Bouchard sent the game to overtime, scoring in the dying seconds of the third. A great pass from Connor McDavid on the game-tying goal as well. And, of course, he'd be on the ice for the game winner in extra time as well. Now up the right wing to Dreisaitl in over the line with McDavid. The pass, McDavid to Dreisaitl, scores! Leon Dreisaitl wins it for the Oilers! 22 seconds into overtime! Cam Moon on Ched up in Edmonton. Kachuk blows a tire on an aggressive check in three-on-three. Three. Leads to a two-on-one with Dreisaitl and McDavid. They make no mistake, and they beat the Panthers 4-3. to three. Uh, Credit the Oilers. Uh, they have that massive, massive comeback win against the Rangers, and obviously that isn't a recipe for success in the NHL, falling down by that many goals, but... Hey, hey, man, a win, a win to win and a couple impressive comebacks against a couple of pretty good teams by the oil. And they could have folded after the Panthers go up 3-2 on a goal. It looked like it may have been high-sticked by Matthew Kachuk to his teammate before it eventually found the back of the net. But instead, they keep pushing. They score as time runs out and uh, eventually and, get the win in overtime. And the Oilers using the nuclear option, playing Dreisaitl and McDavid already together this early in the season. Yeah. But it's working. There's a lot of guys in that bottom six that you go, wow, you're still in the league, hey? Yeah. Wow, congratulations. Uh, other Canadian team in action was the Leafs and the Red Wings. First game between the divisional rivals. Red Wings had won four straight entering action with blue liner Dennis Hironik scoring five goals in a four-game goal-scoring streak. Um, that wouldn't continue. The Leafs have points in eight straight. They've won three in a row themselves. Something had to give. The Red Wings scored first, but the Leafs countered. Matthews would score his 11th. Nylander would score his 13th, just 51 seconds apart. The Leafs turned a 1-0 deficit into a 2-1 lead in the first intermission and would extend that lead in the second. Marner through the middle of the rink as the Leafs exit their zone. Giordano across the line, drops it back. Marner cuts into the middle, takes the shot. He scores! A bouncer that gets by Billy Husso and puts the Leafs up 3-1. Joe Bowen on the shelf. Uh, different play-by-play guy there, but that's over on uh, the Leafs radio network. Mitch Marner with the game winner 
He extends his point streak to 17 games. That's just one game shy of tying Daryl Sittler and Eddie Olchek's franchise records of 18 games set in 77, 78, and 89, 90, respectively, as Toronto ends up beating the Red Wings by a 4-2 score. Some other really solid games on the slate. Rangers and Devils in a Metro Division clash. First of four meetings. Rangers were the darlings of the Metro last year with their high-flying play in Vesna goalie Igor Shosturkin. This year, it's the Devils playing with that high-flying swag and in a position to take a top spot in the entire NHL from the Bruins with a win yesterday. The Rangers would jump out to a 2-0 lead, but no lead safe with this Devils team. Banachek now scooped up at the faceoff dot. We might have a rush from Hughes. It is Jack Hughes one-on-one with the goaltender shoots. He scores! Hughes gives the Devils a 3-2 lead over the Rangers with 14-16 to go in the second. 12th goal of the season for Hughes. Great flip pass from Fabian Zetterlin to send him in all by himself. That made it 3-2. Devils skated to a 5-3 win. They take over the top spot in the NHL standings. And they're doing it with who in net? Vitek Vanacek. Formerly of your Washington Capitals. Yeah, that, that team and, and Dougie Hamilton's been great this season too. I think that's a quiet under the radar move. And when I went to that game Friday night in Buffalo, I thought he was fantastic on the blue line. And they've had Andre Pilat for what? Five games? Yeah. Before he got hurt? Ridiculous. Don't mess with the devil, buddy. Where's We're Jack? One. We beat anybody. Where's We're the devil. Uh... <laughs> where's uh where's Jack Hughes in the Hart Trophy conversation? Uh slightly behind Jason Robertson. Mm, okay. Speaking of Jason Robertson, another well divisional done. clash. This one between the Stars and the Blues. A couple Central Division foes. Dallas 8-2 in their last 10 games, and a big reason has been the play of Jason Robertson. Entered the contest on a 15-game point streak, 16 goals, and 28 points over those 15 games. That run has vaulted him into second in league scoring. Just one point back of Edmonton's Connor McDavid prior to yesterday's action. Could he keep the streak going. Mikola takes a wrist shot. That's blocked. Here comes Robertson flying up the right wing. Falk trying to get back in on him. Does, but Robertson scores. 3-1 to one, Dallas. Chris Kerber with the call on 101 ESPN in St. Louis, believe it or not. Blocks a shot. Ridiculous shot from Robertson from a goofy angle. Bennington was mad he got beat, but it's one of those tricky releases in the NHL. 19 goals on the season. Point streaks now at 16 games. It's also the second longest point streak in franchise history. Second only to a 20-game point streak for Brian Bellows in 1986. The Stars beat the Blues 4-1. Also had uh, the Lightning getting by the Sabres in overtime. Great game. Lots of lead changes. That Tate Thompson goal using his reach is absolutely filthy. I was so mad that they lost because the goal itself was so gross. Um, but they went to overtime. How many guys in the league can score that goal? Like, because that guy is so ridiculously tall, like the reach he has. Malkin. Maybe. He scores goals like that around the crease yeah. where he, he's got that. Like, the, the key to me is the length. Yeah. But also the dexterity. Uh-huh. And sometimes the girth. But the, the length yep. of the reach and the dexterity, like, so far away from his body. Yeah. Like, the way he was able to tuck that puck past the goaltender, like, the first move is fine. The second move is great. It's the third one to finally get it past the, the goaltender, Brian Elliott. I know this is high praise. It's Mario Lemieux like that goal oh. with his reach. And he's had a few of them this year. Yeah. Oh, plus, it's just him picking a pass out of the air, yeah. turnover, completely unassisted. Anyways, the Lightning won this game in overtime. Um, if you want, here's Dave Michigan. Ball barreling on the right wing. Across the blue line, drops it for Stamkos. Right circle! Score! 
Star! Stamkos! The Lightning win it! 6-5 in overtime! The call on the bone. The bone. In Tampa Bay. Coming up on the bone. Coming up on the bone. Lonesome George, they're all good on the bone. I only bone. played the Michigan clip so I could play the bone. Okay. The bone. And uh, also the Golden Knights beat the Blue Jackets in a shootout 3-2. to two. That was the only dud on the slate because that was the only cross-conference game with two teams that weren't even close in the standings. Uh, tonight's slate, busy nine-gamer. Hurricanes and Penguins at 5 o'clock. Sharks and Canadians, Lightning and Bruins. Then at 5.30, the Islanders and the Flyers. Islanders looking for a fifth straight win. They've had a great month in November. Only one of four teams to have 10 wins in the month of November. At 6 o'clock, Ducks and Predators, Avalanche and Jets. Avalanche signed former third overall pick Alex Galchenyuk to a contract. There we go. He was on a PTO with their AHL team prior to that. At 8 o'clock, it's the Capitals and Canucks. And at 8.30, the Kraken and the Kings of Seattle. Kraken can look to set a franchise record with their sixth straight win, second time this season that they've been on a five-game win streak. We'll switch over to the NFL, where Week 12 concluded with Jeff Saturday's 4-6-1 Colts hosting Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, and the 3-7 Steelers. Pittsburgh's chances of a playoff spot fade each week, but they continue to work in rookies like Pickett and Pickens. The Colts are also in tough, largely in part to a 1-3-1 record within their division and a tough schedule down the stretch, but they entered this game as a 2.5-point favorite with a total at 39.5. Pittsburgh was up big at half, though. 16-3 at halftime. Colts would score touchdowns on two of their first three drives in the third quarter to take a 17-16 lead entering the fourth. A touchdown would be the difference in this contest. Pickett's going to go shotgun wide side to his left. They hand it off and running left and getting to the end zone is Benny Snell Jr. His oh. first rushing touchdown of the year and the Steelers leapfrog back on top. And it's Snell with the rushing touchdown yep. after Najee Harris left the game earlier on. 24-17 the final score. I watched a ton of this game on the flight home. Um, mm. My God, the clock management by Jeff Saturday and Matt Ryan at the end of that <laughs> game. You have three timeouts. But Matt Ryan's so young. Yeah, like I just I don't understand and what Jeff they were Saturday's doing. Saturday's never been on an offense before. They they literally took Eye two roll. timeouts home with them. Uh, it was totally and, and the game plan of not running Jonathan Taylor, who was getting positive yardage every time he touched the football for the was, first time in a long time. It was mind-blowing how bad the Colts were last night in that game. Another NFL note, as expected, the Browns have activated Deshaun Watson to their yeah. 53-man roster. Yeah. He's expected to get the start when Cleveland oh, goes against Houston where? in week 13. That's weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Oh, it's Houston. Wow. They So let me get this right. They gave him an 11-game suspension. Uh, they do so it all the time, So his first game George. back yeah. can be against his old team. No eyes on that game this week. No, no. Oh. Not at all. Nope. Um, finally, uh, switch Raps? over to the NBA. A little Raptors note here. It. They were in action yesterday. They were hosting the Cavaliers in Toronto. Raps just 5-5 five and five over the last 10 games. But Cleveland also 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. George, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right, GVP, shut that down. I don't want that bed. I want this one. All right, Spicy P was back for the first time in 10 games after that strain right adductor injury. Raptors beat the Cavs last night, 188. Spicy P, 18 boards, 11 rebounds. Look great. OG Ananobi chipped in with 20 points, while Gary Trent Jr. added 14. Fred Van Vliet, 13, and Scotty Barnes, 11. A complete team effort for the Raptors, who are now 8-2. 8-2 in, uh, we'll never know. We'll never know. 18 boards in the return for Spicy P, hey? 18 points. Oh. 11 boards. 
Did it's I still, say 18 boards? I think you said 18 boards. That's why I was so surprised. Know, maybe. That would have been a lot of boards. It would not be the first time I've made a, a mistake on the radio, and it certainly won't be the last. You it know what the they last, say? This show. Board man gets paid. Yeah, that's... You're so, you're so basketball-y. Next Wednesday, or this Wednesday, is the next Are, game for the Raptors. They'll take on the Pelicans. The cans, as we say. Oh, nobody does that. All, All right, right, bye. And good night, and good luck to you, and sir. The, and the Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks. So smooth at the end. If you own a BMW... Choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. We got we to gotta do our soccer report here, don't we? Yeah, I, I know. All right. Uh, Alex, uh, the floor is yours. I'm really excited for this. All right. So this soccer report is brought to you by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. So today is the first day of the final set of group games. So things are going to be a little different. First off, the schedule has changed, so the group's final games will be played simultaneously. There's no score to update you on just Ooh, yet. Saucy. So what I'm going to do is give you everything you need to know for each team's chances to qualify for the round of 16 out of their group from today. So we'll start with Group A. This one's a bit easier to break down as one of the teams, Qatar, are already eliminated from contention. Netherlands, Ecuador, and Senegal, though, all still have everything to play for. So the Netherlands... They have a bit of an easier path here. They're playing host Qatar in their final match. They can make it to the next round with a win or a draw. In order to take first place in the group, they simply need a better result than Ecuador. Which brings me to the big matchup of this group, Senegal versus Ecuador. All Ecuador needs to advance to the next round is a draw, which would see Senegal miss out on the round of 16. Senegal are playing for their lives here. They pretty much need a win to advance to the next stage. Technically, they can advance with a draw today if the Netherlands loses to Qatar by more than two goals, but I don't think anyone sees that happening. I hope this makes sense, but in a nutshell, Netherlands is expected to beat Qatar, leaving the final spot to be fought for between Ecuador and Senegal. Both these games go at 8 a.m. We'll have halftime updates for you in the next soccer report. And on to Group B, this one's a bit more spicy, as all four teams mathematically still have a shot to make it to the next round. Pardon me. So first up, we have Iran taking on USA. Pretty much here, it's win and you're in. Iran can qualify with a win or a draw, while the US needs a win. Mathematically, both teams can also still win the group if England suffers a draw or loss to Wales. This will be a game. I would not miss this one, but I also wouldn't miss the game happening at the exact same time. England taking on Wales, a UK rivalry to round out Group B action. So England sitting in the nicest position here at four points. If England wins today, they're guaranteed top spot in the group. They can still qualify for the next round even if they lose, provided they don't lose by more than six goals and the US also loses their draws. So a lot's taken there, but basically it's really hard for England to choke this. Really hard but you never know. Wales will be desperate here. They can qualify for the next round with a win over England, but they'd also need Iran to lose their match against the US. They could qualify if they were to beat England by more than four goals as well. So technically, they can win the group by bettering Iran's result and defeating England by more than four goals. Lots of scenarios to deal with there. And groupie action will kick off at noon today. This soccer report was brought to you by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. Great job, Alex. Uh, I enjoyed that. I'm going to enjoy the matches today. Uh, keep your <laughs> keep your uh, radio-friendly Matthew Kachuk chirps rolling in. 96960, name and location. Matthew Kachuk, more like Matthew can't chuck. See, that's pretty good. I have been straight up stunned 
how many of these we can read on the air. Yeah. Like, good job, guys. Keep well them done. rolling in. 960, really 960. Name and location. Great job by you listeners. Look at uh, you. Send us Look your... Look at you. You're not all ra- that degenerate. Uh, good job. Send us your radio-friendly Matthew Kachuk chirp. Straight ahead, Carolyn Cameron from Sportsnet. Bill Lindsay on the Panthers. The franchise at 8 o'clock. It's the big show. I'm back. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan.